0: You're listening to, oh, hot luck, hot luck.
1: Welcome to First Creatives, where we build stories from your ideas. And welcome back to another episode of Fresh Creatives. My name is Marvin Nguyen, and joining me this week, returning to the co-host seat, is just you.
0: Pew, 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 that's my air horn, pew, pew, pew.
1: <laughs> How's it going?
0: I am tired, Marvin. How was your
1: April? You just came back from a quote-unquote vacation.
0: Yes, for my birthday. It was lovely. Happy birthday. Thank you. I'm old now, but... Uh, no, it was great. We went to Catalina. My boyfriend took me to Catalina. It's very cute. It's very chill. But it does not stop the flow of work that
1: happens. You didn't send an like, away message, like, I'm unavailable from this date to this date. Please contact my boss if you need anything.
0: Well, she's also... And it was one... It was technically just one day. It was like a Sunday, and a, I came back Monday, and I technically worked like Sunday night a little bit. I entered a few emails, and then I did a bunch of work on Monday night once I got back.
1: This is what happens when you have your birthday in the on middle, Asian American heritage I month. I know.
0: I'm sorry, Marvin, for and being born
1: that you work in the Asian the American community.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yes, yes. Well, even before the you know a. Even before like LA Film Fest, Asian Pacific Film Festival, it was like May is also when you get standardized testing in school. So you don't get to see any of your friends at school. Uh And then when I was in college, it was when finals week was happening. That's true. So everyone's studying or trying to write their papers. And now it is smack dab in the midst of, yes, VC's Los Angeles Asian Pacific Film Festival.
1: And APAM in general. And
0: AP. Isn't it? It's technically A A P I H M now. Is it? They changed the name last year.
1: Who? Who is the authority?
0: I mean, good point. Mm. Because maybe this government not so great.
1: I think we've moved beyond A A P I to now A P I D A. So shouldn't it be APIDAM? But see,
0: here's my thing. If the D's get their own letter, shouldn't all the Southeast Asians and the uh, like Filipino Americans like? get their own letter too? So
1: A P C da them? Right. A-p-c-d-em. Like there's probably a better way to shorten that. And acronym. does
0: Desi does Desi also include like Pakistani Americans and Sri Lankan Americans and Bangladeshi Americans or specifically an in Indian American well, I think they're specifically, ABC it?
1: At- from what I understand and um uh, full disclosure, neither myself nor Jess is Desi. Um it's kind of an umbrella term for like People from that subcontinent. Mm-hmm. So I think there are Desi Sri Lankans, but not all Sri Lankans are Desi.
0: Got it. But then, but then I feel like you gotta give it to our, you know, our Pinoy brothers and sisters. <laughs> like there's, that's, there's also a lot of discussion about erasure in that community in the AAPI space. Yeah. Or APA space. So that's kind of like, unless we include all, it's not solving the issue.
1: That's true. I think the issue is when we say Asian, people think East Asian. And not the continent of, of Asia, Asia, which includes, and that doesn't even include Oceania, which is its own continent, so, right? Or region, I guess.
0: Marvin, this is too heavy for like 11 <laughs> o'clock in the morning. We can't solve all of That's AAPI, true. We are here. AAPA. We're, We're here. just here to tell fun stories. We're here to
1: tell fun stories. This is Fresh Creatives, a podcast where, where we take story ideas wherever we find them and create fresh new story ideas for... Um, I don't even know who we create this for. We create it for ourselves. The listeners. For, for ourselves. Our yeah. We're keeping a log of things that we want to pitch to, you know, our friends in the industry. You know, come on. You gotta make gotta make uncovered. Who doesn't want to see a nudist um heist movie?
0: Only if it's like NC17 and we get full frontal both sides for like 90 minutes.
1: Like like lingering shot, not just like a quick Flash, because I think R, oh, you can have a little bit of peen, right? Just a little bit.
0: Um, it's that's that's a uh, that's very, they're very inconsistent about that. <laughs> I know, like Blue Valentine got an NC seventeen because there was like an oral sex scene oh. on a woman, mm. like the woman was receiving, right? Oh. And then, but something like Sarah, like Sarah Marshall, got an R, even though there's Jason Segel. It's just not equitable right now. <laughs>
1: Oh, uh, we live in, we live in...
0: The patriarchy.
1: But change, I mean, is it changing? I don't know. Who knows? The world is a giant dumpster fire and we just live in it. But This yeah. is
0: a very happy, um, cheerful, <laughs> optimistic start. But all right, so...
1: So we didn't get any new uh, story ideas from our submission page. So we're going to go back to the Story Shack generator. You can find it at thestoryshack.com and um, just roll up some new ideas. You ready?
0: Yeah, let's do it.
1: All right. The first one is a comedy featuring an art director, a wrench, and the story involves a damsel in distress.
0: This is great. Okay, so art director. I come from a theater background, so I'm thinking
1: autobiographical. A
0: theater company. <laughs> okay. Uh, comedy and a wrench makes me think of something like Clue. So, what if there's some kind of murder mystery? happening during a play during like an opening night of a murder mystery. So
1: is this like a black swan situation? Or or,
0: like... or, or kind of like a noises off where like this art director's kind of delusional and crazy and is taking the adage the show must go on uh, to the extreme. Right. Um so like Maybe there it's... are people getting killed during the midst of this production. And he's like, oh crap, we can't stop. I just got to figure so, it
1: out. So people plural, like there's like an active, like.
0: There's an active killing. Like,
1: serial killer on the premises.
0: Yeah, but like in a funny way.
1: So kind of like, so is this like horror comedy type thing. Like.
0: More murder mystery okay. comedy. Murder so we're, mystery. we're not
1: lingering on, because like I imagine if there are a series of murders in a theater, I imagine mm-hmm. like all these clever ways people get murdered, right?
0: Yeah. But then the, the art director is trying to hide the fact that these murders are real, maybe or something. <laughs> okay. Like, okay. I mean, a wrench falling from like the rafters is common enough of carpentry. They have a policy where you're supposed to tie your wrench to your tool belt. Mm-hmm. So, like, you're supposed to tie all your tools to your tool, tool belt in case anything falls out of your hands. <laughs> so, you know, like, there's just a lot of OSHA violations happening. There's- okay.
1: So is this because? They're just like, is this just any other night, and they're just really, really like serious about it, or is there like, is this like a waiting for Guffman type thing where yeah. there's like a very special person coming and he, they like the show, they go to Broadway. Yeah, right? maybe,
0: or maybe, maybe like beyond the, maybe it takes place throughout the process. I don't know if it's like more like typical to do like one night, or more beneficial to do one night, or like through the rehearsal process people keep dropping like um, what's that movie? What's that movie about the pageants with Kirsten Dunst and the girls get, keep getting, get taken out.
1: Miscontinuality? No,
0: it was like before, it was like Amy Adams' first movie roles great.
1: Mm. I don't know. I don't watch these movies. I okay. Don't, I don't know.
0: But there's a movie like that. It takes place in like the pageant world. So something like that, like over the course of this rehearsal process, people keep getting off and you're like, oh my God, what's happening?
1: Okay. It's murder mystery, but it's a comedy. So how yeah. do we how how do we make it funny?
0: Um, the art director's crazy. Do you know how many crazy people there are in the world of theater? Like everyone's a little delusional. It's great, you know. There's there's always a showman's going on. There's always like a grizzled old tech hand who's like I don't want to be here. <laughs> um, yeah. Okay. Fun characters.
1: Uh, let's get our next prompt. Okay, we have an epic starring a mover, and the story involves a fight.
0: Hmm. What would you define as epic?
1: Uh, We can go a couple different ways. I mean, do you want to go like the fantasy epic route, like a Game of Thrones or a Lord of the Rings? Or do you want to go like Oscar bait, like a biopic, or a story about the human condition (laughs) and racism, maybe?
0: Oh, I was thinking like Troy.
1: <laughs> okay, so historical. Oh, no. No. Yes, epic.
0: and Marvin, whatever you want. Yes, <laughs> no. and well, that was also,
1: that's another one. I mean, I, I was including that in the fantastical epic mm-hmm. category because
0: gods and yeah, Brad Pitt.
1: We could go that route. I like that. So an epic world with Greek gods or or Romans or whatever. Like what? What time period?
0: Ancient Greece.
1: Okay, and it's about a mover. Yes. So someone like maybe, um, I don't know, when towns were sacked, I'm sure they needed movers to help move things around, right?
0: Maybe he has to move some kind of religious relic from like a, like there's, they've, the city's been raided. So he is in charge of moving this relic and the gods appear before him. And I'm trying to like, it's like played by Jason Statham or something. Uh huh. The mover,
1: (laughs) the mover. (laughs) Um, It's this coastal, like Mediterranean Greek, like town or city or whatever that's always being sacked by I don't know the Trojans. Yes, I don't know Persians. 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 Okay, who's that's always being sacked by the Persians? You're you're better history than I am, and basically they're part of an elite group of movers who help the rich people move their shit every time their cities get sacked. Because you can't hire just whatever riffraff, right? No, they, you need... They'll probably steal from you. You need right? the mover. Is this a story about class or is this just straight up action?
0: Why not both? We <laughs> say something deeper about our fight scenes.
1: Yeah. Okay, so the gods appear to the mover. Mm-hmm. Why?
0: He's the chosen one. He's the one literally moving their like precious relics. They got no choice. Maybe he maybe this is a redemption story. Okay. Maybe he like okay, I'm gonna go into like a more mystical realm. Maybe this is like a MacGuffin kind of thing where if the Persians get their hands on it, it's gonna mean like the decimation of the peoples. Okay. Like a Pandora it's the Pandora's box. I'm gonna confound all my history <laughs> and myth because that's what Hollywood does. Right. So we find out it's actually the Pandora's box a la Indiana Jones Nazi box thing, uh-huh, and then if you oh, Co- Ark of the Covenant, that's what it was, so <laughs> it's in the Nazi box yeah. the, Nazi, the box the Nazis are going after, you know, so maybe it's like a Pandora's box kind of a thing maybe maybe the Ark of the Covenant was the Pandora's box, who knows I mean you know it probably was yeah,
1: okay, so speaking of pantheon which 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 of the pantheon is. Oh, we're using Greek appears. names because, because, okay.
0: because we classy like that. Uh, literally classy, <laughs> classical. Um, yeah, I think you know Athena, okay. goddess of war, has gotta show up. Mm-hmm. Zeus has got to make a some make a make a fa boy, you know fa boy appearance. That's <laughs> it's the worst fa boy.
1: Um, we gotta have some. Do you think he ends up being the father of the mover?
0: Oh, f- for sure, because. <laughs> He fathered every person in these Greek myths, okay? He was just out, just spilling his seed as coin showers and as a goose and as a cow. And I'm not making this up. This is like real Greek myths here. (laughs) He literally came in as a golden shower and impregnated a woman. So definitely you find out the mover is like his, is a demigod, half his son. Who's the, who's the guy who made the, Makes all the the blacksmith to the gods the ugly oh, one um, Hephaestus,
1: Asbestos.
0: Asbestos.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's
0: Hephaestus, right? He makes an appearance. I
1: know how it's spelled. I don't know how it's pronounced. We're gonna have
0: like a we're gonna have like a Thor yeah. Ragnarok moment. Or our, our Infinity War movement where he get, makes some kind of dope weapon for right. the mover. Right, right, right,
1: Yeah, 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 okay. yeah. Okay.
0: Yeah, yeah, All right. Into it,
1: into it. Into it, yeah.
0: So Pandora's box is going to unleash hell. If the enemy gets it, he has to move it right. to its new safe location.
1: Because the Persians, they they worship like a, a god king, right, or something. like.
0: My knowledge really comes from 300. Yeah. So...
1: That's where I'm drawing my knowledge <laughs> from, too.
0: Wow, the power of media, guys. I know.
1: So this mortal deity is trying to ascend. The gods are like, hell no! There's no room at the table for you, Jason Satham, The mover, take care. Of
0: you know our what? Shit. It's Asian American, Pacific Islander, Desi, Pacific Filipino, Southeast Asian Heritage Month, Marvin. Uh huh. Pacific Islander Heritage Month. I think we should. I'm going to remove Jason Statham. He's not our protagonist. Okay. I'm going to put in Jet Li.
1: Jet Li. Yeah. Oh. Oh. So. So Zeus went to the far east. You know... And, like, got busy everyone, as a cow?
0: Everyone in these movies speaks in, like, a British accent anyways. Like, how is that less weird than just seeing, like, an Asian... Very <laughs> impossible, okay? Silk Road, there was trade. We've been around for a long time.
1: But Jet out of the game.
0: Okay, fine. Who do you, who, who's the new Jet
1: uh, Andrew Koji, I don't know.
0: Okay, we're gonna put Andrew, Andrew Koji. Daniel Wu, the he's mover. out of a job,
1: so he, okay, he needs work. Okay, Daniel yeah. Wu's
0: the mover. Okay, put him <laughs> uh, in a Greek toga, like a short one. I'm into it.
1: Why even Greek then? Why not just set it in China?
0: Because we can like, exist in other places too, Marvin. <laughs> also, I want to see Daniel Wu in a toga.
1: That's true. Very selfish about that. Yes. All right, so let's move on to our last story prompt. You ready, Jess? Yes. All right, this one is going to be Magical Realism. Oh, God. Okay. The Your character favorite. is a truck driver. Mm-hmm. And civilization has come to an end.
0: Okay, so Mad Max.
1: Doesn't have to be Mad Max. Could also be, you know, Blade Runner or...
0: I like one of those significantly more than the other. <laughs> <laughs> Just say it.
1: All right, so... So this is okay. So that means it's a post civil. So there's no, no government. Yes. Probably not even any corporations anymore. Right. No. So just like people, like we're we're back to like tribalism.
0: How far are right? we pa- in past the post apocalyptic post apocalyptic event though? Like, are we? That's just, true. Did it just happen, or has it been a few decades? A few decades, I assume, because I feel like if we're doing a truck driver. I assume that means this person will be driving a truck. That's true. Which means gas still needs to be a viable resource.
1: Or because it's it's magical realism.
0: It's powered by the blood of your enemies.
1: <laughs> Could be. Or just magic. I don't know. Yay. Maybe there's a new resource that's like magic juice.
0: But if you had magic juice, why wouldn't you just fix all the things that are wrong with the
1: world? Well, here's the thing. It's magic juice in in terms of like they don't know what it is they, they just know it powers stuff and maybe this will be like in the future it's still gonna be a battle for resources uh-huh. right even though so post apocalyptic in terms of like civilization has rebuilt we're back to like feudalism times maybe yeah and maybe the apocalyptic event was a maybe a rift. Was like time space continuum. No, well, maybe a rift opened and like fantastical creatures came out, like maybe like Cthulhu creatures or Uh like dragons or like just like the world is overrun by magical creatures. So Avengers. Kind of. Okay. Yeah. I like this. Instead of like a zombie apocalypse, it's like the magical apocalypse or something. Yeah. So,
0: so, and then I feel like kind of in a handmaid's tale-esque kind of way, the powers that be use this new threat to kind of consolidate their own power Mm -hmm. into this feudal, like, to revert back to a feudal-like system. Yeah. Like a fascist feudal-like system. Yeah. Okay, I like this. Yeah.
1: Um, And then, you know, maybe a couple hundred years past, they've learned to live in this new reality where there's magic. but, But no one knows how to use magic. Like mm-hmm. like zap zap Gandalf, right? Yeah. Um
0: Does Gandalf zap zap Okay, sorry, that's besides the <laughs> point. I'm like, I don't know if Gandalf zap zaps. Zap zap
1: Harry Potter then. Like
0: I mean he doesn't really zap zap Okay. Again, I digress. I'm sorry. Keep
1: don't they they have wizard fights where they zap zap
0: It's not really zap zap, it's more like swish flick.
1: I mean, but zap zaps coming. they're coming. They're, they're coming. the 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 sticks are zapping people, right? Mm-hmm.
0: Like magic comes the 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 stick helps to channel the magic. the magic <laughs> is within
1: you, right, So they haven't gotten there yet, uh-huh, but there is this magical power that's like mm-hmm. you know, there is magic in the air now, yeah, and within the last two hundred years, man has learned how to harness it as a new fuel source, yes, and as man does, they think it's renewable, mm-hmm. but it's not, maybe. And so as we move on, the magic starts. Getting less and less. Maybe the creatures start dying, like the dragons start dying, and then now we're in the state where magic is a pr- more finite resource. Finite resource, right? Okay. And this is a story about a trucker mm-hmm. who changes the world somehow, right? Because yeah. obviously, you begin the trucker starts like it's the hero's journey, right? He starts as a as a mirrored trucker, yeah, driving a magic truck or a truck fueled by magic, mm-hmm. right? Because he has the license.
0: Um. <laughs> yeah, and I think maybe the trucker is. I'm going to go with a she. Mm-hmm. Does she have. Maybe she is in a new. Maybe she, she's obviously the chosen one, the heroes. If this is the hero's journey, so she has an immense amount of magic, or maybe she has. She's the one that has unlimited magic.
1: Maybe she has a special connection to the magic or um, maybe she's the chosen one because so what we don't know. So the world still doesn't understand what the magic is, where the magic comes from. They just know how to use it for for power, to power things, right? Maybe she's the first one to discover that she can channel it somehow. Maybe there is this like other, like because the rift maybe opened up a connection to another civilization where... Like, it was magical, but then humans as kind of like
0: Marvin. This is like a thirty-minute outline. We got you cramming (laughs) a lot in there.
1: Well, what do you think? Yes, Aunt.
0: (laughs) You are the epic. You are the epic brain master. So I will defer to you, the magical realism brain master. I should say.
1: So. I'm just thinking. There's, there's probably like there's, there's a reason she's the chosen one, but I don't think it's because she. Is innately more like she was born with the power. Maybe she's just like, I don't know. She's like the the chosen one in terms of like she can unite the realms. I guess
0: Mm -hmm. she half half magic, half human. I mean, if you want to Aquaman thing, if you want to go back
1: to gods being f boys, then (laughs) (laughs) we can probably do something like that. Yeah, yeah. Maybe there are like there is a there is a civilization beyond the rift that is magical nature and contact with, like, humans, maybe, like, kind of...
0: Well, I would assume the two would be... We'd be at war with them, right? Maybe. And vice versa. I feel like this would probably not be... If it's an apocalyptic world, things didn't go well. That's true. So it would be a matter of... there. We see them as the enemy, they see us as the enemy, and we're in this, like, constant battle, which is why this fascist fetalist system has been on, going on for so long and has been able to stay in power. That's true. So this truck driver is working in this... It's very Star Wars, right? Like mm-hmm. Finn comes out. He's like a... Right? He was like a transport driver or something for the Empire or for I the New he, Order. He was a janitor, right? He, yeah, he was like something was super low, right? But yeah. Then, and then Ray, and then the whole elements of Ray being just a girl from nowhere abandoned. But it's it's never about where you... where Who you're born as. It's more about... Regardless of who you're born at, it's these stories are always about the choices you make. That's true. Right? Harry Potter, the Ra- like Lord of the Rings. It's like they were destined to do this.
1: Yeah, I got it. Okay, right. so when the rift happened, the more fascist-leaning members of world government aligned themselves with the conquerors, and that's how they consolidated power and became this new fascist dictatorship.
0: So basically, these magical creatures are. Bigger overlords and yeah. these like terrible world leaders sold us out mm-hmm. to retain what little bit of power they have within the system. Mm-hmm. So they they were complicit. Yeah, they're collaborators. Takeover. Yeah, so so like like Nazi Vici vici Vici? Vich government. Kind of. I can't yeah. pronounce that. Yeah. Okay, so they basically sold humanity out to their new riff lords.
1: Yeah, because I like it. Because two humans, they are like they're they are literally gods, right? They can like mm-hmm. shoot fire out of their hands, and they can go zap zap. You they, know that they have to the zap zap.
0: Sounds like the most realistic option of all these like invade, like aven- like Avengers sounds very lovely, but like in reality, we probably probably would just be like, all right, don't kill all of us. We'll like consolidate and like be your like labor force if you let me retain some little bit of power.
1: Wasn't that Hydra in a way? <laughs>
0: Okay, so basically okay. there's like the ruling class and then everybody else is basically indentured, like a slave or yeah. indentured servant. So mm-hmm. she's in, so this truck driver is an indentured servant and she finds out that she has.
1: Maybe she's on the fringe. Maybe she's just like, there's like, there's, you know, there's like the badlands. Now that the borders are consolidated, there there are these like like groups marches of, that are like in between where the law can reach. Like there's a new frontier again, right? Cause yeah. So
0: people outside the boundaries of this government control, yeah, they kind of live as like vagabond, Mm ragtag outside the system. Maybe it's
1: yeah, maybe it's because they there's no more resources there, right? Yeah, then why would she work as a truck driver? Well, because there's still people living there, so they need they need their like they wouldn't have resources
0: though to drive a truck Mm. if like all these things are. Like fuel, energy would be the first thing that's restricted. Like they, if the people living outside the boundary would have to like improvise, that's or they'd true. have to go on constant raids mm. to get those supplies that are controlled. Okay,
1: so maybe she Food starts they out. They can
0: grow water, they can find, but stuff like fuel.
1: Maybe she starts out in the system, mm-hmm. and then she gets raided by one of these like raiders, mm-hmm. and then she gets exposed to like maybe not even the resistance, but like the people living outside of the law. Mm -hmm. Right. And eventually becomes the chosen one, right. (laughs) To lead them to glory. Mm I kind of want to keep working on this. I don't know.
0: I mean, we've already spent like ten minutes on it. I think this is the one we got to go with. <laughs> All right. Okay, let's do it.
1: Okay, so I, I feel like it has to be a trilogy. So this first, Marvin, we have this is one I know. Episode. So this is the first one. The first okay. one has the first one has so to be about her. Up. Like yeah, her. her deciding to join, join, join this fight. Yeah. Yeah. So like, okay, rebel. here's
0: my thing. In this world, I feel like people who have magic. Are the ones with power, Mm -hmm. right? Yeah, was the magic bestowed randomly when this rift opened, or was it given to those from the rift lords? I'm calling them rift lords. (laughs) Did the rift lords assign magic to these, the oligarch ruling class?
1: I think that was the that was the thing. Right, they have like a certain artifact or something that allows them to
0: confirm magic.
1: Yeah, it's like a um a thing that connects them to their, their Rift Lord that gives them part of their power, uh-huh. right? Because I guess the magic is finite because they're connected to each Rift Lord has a certain amount of magic, mm-hmm. right? That they can like spread out to their underlings and let make them do their bidding.
0: Okay, so a Rift Lord has to give up a portion of their magic, mm-hmm. which is a finite resource in this world. Yeah. Finite over like their lifetime or finite over like a day like it's just energy so like if once i recharge you're recharged
1: maybe this rift lord has like 1000 units of magic Mm -hmm. um so does it
0: replenish every day or is this i think it's
1: just fine so like if he has 10 underlings each with like one unit each um then he he still has 990 units each of the underlings has one unit Uh but that's enough for them to be like powerful relatively humans. more powerful than other humans, right? Mm-hmm. That gives like maybe each unit will give them a specific thing, like, okay, you can breathe fire, you can, you know, never age.
0: And can the edgelord the edge, yeah, there are edge. Can the they're
1: all troll internet trolls? Can they like,
0: take that unit, is the unit can they take that magic back yeah. with that same power? So yeah. it's 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 a conferred thing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So maybe we see this truck driver, her name is
1: Oh, we suck at naming things. What's a good like what's a good like hero name?
0: How would people name their kids in this new society is my question. I almost feel like I mean, I know this is kind of an overused trope at this point, but yeah, if she's a feudal if she's a syst- she's within the system, she'd have to refer I think her family would give her a name, but does she have a family? No? Yeah. I think so. If she has a family, they'd give her a name, but I think she everyone would be referred to as a number. Mm. like A32 or something like that. Okay. We can just call her A.
1: Maybe she get, doesn't get a name until...
0: The second movie. Maybe. Or the end of the first movie. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So we start off, we open up, A is a truck driver in the system. She's doing her job, right? Delivering resources from point A to point B. Um, And it's this new society where the... Riff Lords have conferred magic onto the ruling class, who has mm-hmm. essentially sold out humanity and indentured them to serve these new, whatever we call them, alien alternate dimension creatures right? to do their bidding. So what happens that starts A's hero's journey?
1: Okay. I think we should start with what makes her different. Mm-hmm. Right. What, what makes her the chosen one in this story what
0: makes you, know? you different
1: um and i think i think she has a pet like a familiar right
0: marva you are adding so many elements to no this i'm saying, magic I'm saying. World. What, what makes her different
1: is like she's somehow like has like she's one of the first people to like gain the favor of like a mag- magical creatures without
0: Conf- getting magic conferred yeah. upon her yeah
1: um so And this will come back later because I think that the familiar will turn out to be like a rebel rift lord. Because part two will all be all about the politics within the other side of the rift and their whole like battle, right? But this familiar, it's like a Mushu type like dragon, right? Maybe or like a baby, I don't know.
0: Or maybe it's something that looks like it would belong on Earth, but then you find out she's... it's a Frenchie. It's a French bulldog. so cute. I was thinking, like, a squirrel. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I think it has to be, other, like, otherworldly. It has to, like, look like yeah. it came, came from another, another world, okay. right?
0: So it's a squirrel-like creature. Like, the size of a squirrel. Because I don't think she knows it's weird until later. Mm. I think that's what happens. Like, she... It gets drawn to... Like, that gets drawn attention. Like, why does this truck driver, A, you know, 32. Yeah. Known as, she calls herself A. Why does she have this magical creature following her around? And why is she hanging out with this magical creature? Why does she look like she has a magical creature as a pet? That's not normal. We have Mm. to investigate. That's true. And that's what starts the journey. And then you find out maybe that's when the creature reveals himself that he's not,
1: or no, may, okay, so, yeah, so her convoy, her truck gets attacked by, maybe not the raiders, but, like, it's a setup. And then she manages to fight them up with power. She goes, she yeah. she, she zaps them, yeah. right? And then she's, like, everyone's, like, surprised that she has those powers. And uh-huh. She can't explain it. So when the government, like, when the cops come to, like, investigate, mm-hmm. like, the agents are, like, well, you gotta come with us now. Yeah. Right? Uh-huh. And that's when she, like, runs away. Yes. Right? And then that's when it's revealed she has more than one power.
0: Which is weird yeah. for a human. Yeah. Because usually it's only, you're only conferred like one unit that's one power. Yeah.
1: But then she like flies away while zapping people. You know?
0: Maybe not that advanced yet. <laughs> maybe I feel like I feel like the first thing would she'd would do some kind of energy burst to protect herself, right? Mm-hmm. To get out of there. And then I feel like the first few powers would be evasive. Mm-hmm. So like maybe she can make herself invisible. Right. Right. And then she's like, Oh crap and she's like, What is happening? Like what? They can't see me? Like I'm gonna go now (laughs) or like I'm gonna leave so she leaves um she has nowhere to go so where's she gonna go
1: yeah and during this time the the leaders are conferring with their their rift lord I don't know Peruvius and and he's like very concerned right because this means there's another one of him working against him Mm -hmm. right so they put out like an all points bulletin She's not the most wanted person in the entire kingdom yes and so she tries to. She knows she needs to get out of the borders. Like she mm-hmm. needs to get out into the Badlands, right? And mm-hmm. there's nothing out there. At least it's not in here. Yeah. Um, and so, like, the second act is about her, like, trying to barter passage, evading the authorities, and eventually finding. I don't know, like base camp. Well, she needs to find the the person who takes her, like the another trucker, maybe, or. I don't know. Basically, the, the Han Solo of the story, right? the The smuggler. She needs to find the smuggler yes. to like to like take her out. Yes. Yeah. I mean, do we want to add romance to this, or it's like eh,
0: it's fine. We don't need a crime. <laughs> I hate it when they try to an unearned that's true. romance into this.
1: Yeah, but the, the smuggler's a dick, right?
0: Smuggler's a dick. Smugglers are always dicks. Yeah, that's what makes them a smuggler. So wait, so she's going to the smugglers to get her out of the
1: yeah, because uh, she's heard about this like this. Like Haven in like the badlands, that's like a community of just people living outside the system, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, that manages to at least um have managed to evade the authorities and rule of of the the. I don't know. Should we just call it the authority? Is that the name of the the empire? Yes. Yeah,
0: we're not they're not creative bunch. Yeah. The, okay. So she—they're
1: literally the fascist states of mm-hmm. the authority
0: <laughs> of the fascist confederation. Yeah, no, they wouldn't call themselves fascist; they'd call themselves like the nationalist confederation or something like mm. the nation's confederation. Yeah. So uh, Nazis. <laughs> <laughs> so she ends up going to a smuggler. Let's say it's another. Let's make her like a grizzled old woman. You never see like yeah. grizzled old women, and she becomes the mentor, right? Yeah, the, in It's the like hero's her she kept
1: trucking for like another 40 years or 30 years
0: well she was trucking but really she was smuggling that's true right yeah maybe she was actually a self-sabotager like or like she would sabotage things to try to
1: maybe she was like the number one trucker like she's like seen as the like you know in the trucker leaderboard she's number one in like in the beginning and then you and then she finds out oh you're the smuggler right
0: yeah well, I feel like that this mentor, her name, her, her maybe her backstory is that she maybe hasn't been that long since this riff takeover happened. Maybe it's been like one generation. Okay, I feel like A was probably born into it, mm. so she was born into this system already. But maybe the smuggler has been. She's maybe. I feel like she's in her fifties or sixties, maybe. So she was actually one of a, one of the big resistance fighters when it first started but then all her friends got captured or killed Mm. and she like almost made like the instead of going out with them she just made the cowardly decision quote-unquote cowardly decision to like meld back into the system that's how she's been able to survive this long
1: so her name is like i don't know e but it's really i don't know eunice yeah She's like an old, like she's like an ajima, like a yeah. old Korean lady. Oh my god! Yeah. Yes,
0: yes, she's a Korean lady. You think, and and, but that's that's her backstory. Like mm. she, so but now she's just, she's just like forget it. It's hopeless. It's useless. I'm just gonna look out for me mm-hmm. and do what I can to make my life as good as I can be in this terrible system. So that's why she smuggles. She doesn't like smuggle for the good of people. Right, yeah. right now, right now, <laughs> oh, that's her redemption arc. <laughs> Ah.
1: All right, so... So she, yeah. meets, she meets
0: up with Eunice, or E. A mm-hmm. meets up with E to...
1: To escape. To escape. And then she but, agrees. To,
0: but E okay. doesn't want to. Like, E wouldn't want to do it. Unless, it's too
1: far out. Like, yeah. It's She's not, not like, yeah. out
0: of this game. She has a good thing going for her. Why would she risk it all? What's going to make E risk it all?
1: Mm, maybe Maybe A reminds her of, like... Or who she was in the beginning. It's like something about, like, you know, like, wanting... Like, seeing hope for the first time or someone who might be able to, like, change things up. Right? Because maybe she notices that, like, the government is afraid of A. hmm Right? Yeah. Yeah.
0: So she agrees to take mm-hmm. A to outside the boundaries yeah. into this tribe where they heard there is a haven, oasis, something. Uh, does it exist, though?
1: Yeah. Maybe it's... <laughs> would it be is a future Monterey Park <laughs>
0: <laughs> Even now Monterey Park is a haven oasis,
1: um um, yeah, I think it does, but I think in this leg of the movie is just um, it's like the Mad Max combo, yeah, they right? have
0: to like evade capture agents are after them, yeah. like
1: and they're traveling through like wild territory with all sorts of crazy mm-hmm. magical, I don't know, like sandworms or something, you know, like like Dune.
0: <laughs> <laughs> rodents of unusually large size, yeah. Yeah.
1: Um. and literally like a bone dragon or something like like the wild creatures that spilled out yeah and then so action 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 and they finally reach the haven just called monterey uh-huh or mp mpk uh-huh <laughs> right yeah and then they realize they need to make one final stand because their their pursuers like they also a chunk a good chunk of them survived they're coming to you know Not only are they chasing A, but they've also found the location of Haven, Mm -hmm. right? So it's become, like, their orders are now to destroy everything.
0: Yeah, and their choice now is they have to fight. Yeah. How does she gain control of her magic? Who's teaching her?
1: I think this is when the squirrel reveals itself as, like, a benevolent Rift Lord. (laughs) (laughs) Or like a a member...
0: I I say squirrel, but I'm really thinking like a rainbow-colored, like, lizard-looking thing (laughs) with, like, spikes everywhere.
1: Yeah, yeah. We'll we'll have someone take care of the magical design for us.
0: Production designers.
1: Just make it weird but cute. Yes. Right? Yes. (laughs) Um, Reveals themselves to be, like, a a member of, like, the Rift Lord race, Mm -hmm. but, like, fighting against... Because, you know, we learned that beyond the Rift, they are also fighting their own fight against fascists, like magical fascists, mm-hmm. right? Like magical Nazis.
0: Yeah, no one likes Nazis. No. Magical or non-magical. <laughs> yeah. No one should like Nazis, sorry. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so, and they discover, right, that the reason the Rift Lords want to control humanity is because humanity provides them with, like, a special resource. Maybe, like, life force. Maybe, like, humans' souls have, like, some sort of magical, like, fuel properties for yes. the magical world so yes. the mission is by liberating humans it cuts off their their resource yes right yes yeah into it and then they have their big fight it's epic she it's learns epic. how to
0: channel all these dope powers yeah who dies like
1: there's there's a training montage where like the yeah. the learned, teaches her how to like oh my God, it'd be so funny if yeah. like he's
0: still in his weird squirrel form trying to teach her yeah. how to like
1: that's where do you get the exposition dump up what powers mean and how, like, I'm giving you more power than any of the resources Maybe he
0: was actually caught and his powers were taken away and that's why he's stuck in this weird-ass form. So he's all the knowledge. He just can't do it anymore.
1: Then how does he give the powers to A?
0: I don't think he's the one conferring it. I think she's, she's the one who has it, right? Or maybe he conferred all his powers to A and that's why he can't do it anymore.
1: So do you think A is, like, the chosen one because she is, like, Whoever Zeus is from this world. Maybe she's the illegitimate daughter of the head, like Petruvius. Like
0: I don't want to think about like aliens and humans like fucking though. <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: No, I think I that- mean Zeus swapped by becoming golden showers and cows.
0: I know, but uh, yeah, we could do better. Mm-hmm. I think what happened is maybe um what is Edgelord Squirrel's name? Um, or Florid Squirrel's name?
1: I don't know. Floor
0: Okay, so maybe Florius was caught plotting treasoning against the fascist state. So he got banished. Like, they thought they killed him and banished him. But then A is the one who found him and nursed him back to health. Okay. And then he's like... Maybe that's the...
1: Like, they're bound somehow. Yeah. Yeah, where he and her, like, they share... He shares her. He can only share his power with her, but he can share as much as he wants.
0: Maybe their blood mixed when she took care of him. Maybe. And like I feel like that is her like that's what makes her special. Like I feel like in this world they would have been taught to fear mm-hmm. anything from that universe or from their alien overlords, but A just saw like a living creature in pain. Yeah. And was like I have to help him regardless of what I've been told. Right. And that's how she, and maybe she like, because there's been no contact, and maybe that's something that the aliens have been trying to keep under wraps, right? Like mixing blood makes creates a bond.
1: That's where the power comes from. That's where the power comes yeah. from. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. I like
0: this idea that like it's it's compassion that sets her differently. Yeah. Right. Like totally. It's not like raw strength or like.
1: <laughs> so, in the final battle, I think the main bad guy. What do we call him? Petruvius.
0: Petruvius. Petruvius has to kill Florius. Yeah. And then she has to get
1: all of his powers. I like how our grift lords are Roman sounding people. Uh (laughs) I think it makes sense. Yeah. Um, Oh,
0: you want to call them like white nationalist names? Like Chet? Or like...
1: No, yeah. Yeah. The Romans were like the original authoritarian power. So I guess that makes sense. Yeah. Um, and they also and speak with
0: British accents. <laughs> they do.
1: Because Hollywood. The empire. Because the empire in Hollywood. Well, for us, it's because the empire. Yes. Yes. They essentially colonized us humans for our bodies and resources. So Yeah, it's you
0: colonization. It's a, yeah. It's, a, it's a meditation <laughs> on colonization.
1: Yeah. What if the colonizers are colonized? How do you feel then? Huh? <laughs> um, so the climax is a showdown between A and Florius versus Petruvius. Mm-hmm. And then Petruvius does like a like a massive blast and Florius jumps in between A and the blast.
0: Dun, dun, dun.
1: And gets, you know, gets murdered, right?
0: Straight up murdered.
1: And then, but they find out that the way that they did their bond, it's not the way that Petruvius does it with his underlings, which no. is him conferring power. They share power. Yes. So now that Floris is gone, it's his gone essence goes into her. Yeah. yeah,
0: so she's even more powerful now because she's not sharing the magic.
1: So she gets, she has her Neil moment. Yeah, right.
0: Yeah, and then does Petruvius die, or does he just wounded and sent back? Or I
1: think it's wounded. He gets you know, you know how like at the end of Star Wars, like Darth Vader just goes ping-pongs out. Yeah, and he he ping-pongs out of he there. Right, out,
0: technical term. Yeah, <laughs> ping-pongs out.
1: Yeah, and. She's seen as the hero Mm -hmm. and they have a big party and then they're celebrating her. She doesn't feel like she is, you know, worthy yet, Mm -hmm. but also she misses her companion because Mm -hmm. throughout the movie, like this squirrel thing talks, right? He's like the comic relief, right? Um, What kind of voice does it have?
0: Anthony Hopkins. (laughs) Like
1: distinguished? I was thinking Uh, more like, I don't know, Jason Statham.
0: Jason Statham. (laughs)
1: Or or The Rock.
0: Yes. Yes, and. Or. Idris Elba. I I was just
1: thinking Idris Elba. Idris Elba would make a wonderful. Definitely Idris Elba. Yeah. In a tiny, cute body. That'd be amazing. But with like
0: this booming, powerful voice. Yeah. distinguished voice. He was great in Zootopia.
1: Yeah.
0: Right? Yeah. As the the water buffalo (laughs) police chief. so.
1: So she's sitting there missing... Florius, and then it was Elba's voice is in her head. It's like I'm always with you.
0: So he's Mufasa now.
1: <laughs> yeah. Or or yeah. Yeah. And because she essentially has his like blood in in her, right?
0: But they have to move now because now the bad guys know where they are. Yeah. So they're gonna have to move. So that
1: sets up essentially Part two. the beginning of the Empire Strikes Back. This so is basically crazy. Star Wars. Um, we just
0: remade Star Wars. But
1: also like if we want to plot out the next two, like, the second one's going to be them attacking the rift.
0: Oh, they're attacking the right?
1: rift. Right. I think that's got to be the second part. And the third part is, like, them discovering, like, the politics of beyond the rift and ending everything all, once and for all. Right? Or, or no. I mean, part three could be attacking the rift. It could end with attacking the rift, too.
0: So, at one point, they're going to go into the rift and they have to attack it.
1: Yeah. To close it. To close yeah. it off. Yeah. Right?
0: For once and for all. Yeah.
1: And at that point... It'll be once you once you close the rift, her and Florian are separated forever.
0: <gasps> so sad. No. Right. Alba.
1: <laughs> but that's not till part three. If we, we we gotta we gotta make sure we part one does well at the box office to get greenlit <laughs> for part two and three. Yes, yeah. Yeah. Because yes. part two and three are gonna be shot back to back. Yes. You obviously. Know? obviously. Obviously. Obviously.
0: <laughs> are we gonna split part three into two movies?
1: We could. If it's popular enough. It's
0: a money grab. I know.
1: Yeah. Seriously. And then merchandise can sell to Disney. They love this shit, you know? Yeah. yeah. They
0: did by Pandora, so, or Avatar. <laughs> right, did what's, you, yeah. <laughs> what's this movie called, Marvin?
1: Truck Life. Truck
0: Life. <laughs> we need a cool franchise name and then there needs to be like a first.
1: Truck Wars.
0: Truck Wars. That sounds like a reality show on the <laughs> TLC. I
1: would watch I'm show... pretty sure
0: there is a show called Truck Wars.
1: I would watch a show about truckers and how they, Like rival truckers,
0: I'm like pretty sure that exists somewhere (laughs) in the world.
1: The Chronicles of Truck,
0: (laughs) the Truck Chronicles. (laughs) She's literally only a truck driver for like the first half of Act One.
1: Oh, we never, we never decided when she would get her name. Maybe she never has a name. She doesn't. Maybe she's nameless.
0: Like bound the beyond the boundary, or like beyond the beyond. (laughs) it's called the beyond trilogy
1: the beyond the
0: beyond because they have to get to the beyond beyond the border Mm. the beyond that's the best i got (laughs) (laughs) yeah okay the beyond trilogy the beyond chronicles chronicles okay chronicles that makes it more magic
1: okay all right that's part one of the beyond chronicles maybe we'll come back and do part two two. (laughs) when we're out of ideas um yeah I think once you add in like the chase scenes and the action scenes, I I think there's something there. Yeah. And it's it's a commentary on today's world about, you know, fascists and collaborators, you know.
0: Fighting and the resistance and...
1: And there's Idris Elba as a magic squirrel. Lizard squirrel. Lizard. Rainbow lizard squirrel. Magical lizard squirrel played by Idris Elba. Has something for everybody. Yes. I'm into it. All right. Uh, And I guess that'll do it also for this episode. Jess, thank you again for joining me on this journey.
0: Thanks for having me, Marvin.
1: Yeah, yeah. And so for the rest of you, uh, thanks again for joining us. Don't forget you can follow us on google apple radio public or wherever you listen to your podcasts um, leave us a rating review on itunes if you feel so inclined i don't know how much it helps us out these days but it's it'll be nice to hear what you think about our little show uh, follow us on twitter and facebook we're on twitter as fresh x creatives i want to quickly thank the potluck podcast collective for um letting us be a part of their group the potluck podcast collective is a collective of Asian-American hosted podcasts featuring unique voices and stories from the Asian-American community. You can check out all of our great shows by going to the website podcastpotluck.com. Uh, thanks also to Visual Communications. Our podcast was recorded at the Potluck Studios located within the Visual Communications offices in downtown Los Angeles. Thanks also to Paul Date for use of his song Invisible World for our intro and outro. And yeah, thanks again for listening. We'll see you all next time. Bye, everyone.
0: Pew, pew, pew. This is Taz. And this is Zara. And we are the Good Muslim, Bad Muslim podcast. It is a show about being two Muslim women in America. We talk about pop culture, the pork lobby, periods. And we talk about Islamophobia, patriarchy, and smashing white supremacy. It's a range. Download the Good Muslim, Bad Muslim podcast wherever you get your podcasts. Or at goodmuslimbadmuslim.com.